Hey, what's up, everyone? So we got an episode of the Taiwan On Show finally on the tube of you. So, yeah, it's my first episode on here. Um, those who haven't watched this show on uh, Spotify, more like listen to it. It's basically me expressing my life journey of just how I uh, define myself living into the best of my ability through my adventures, through my skills and lessons that I learn and wisdom along the way. So not only are we expressing all that shit, but we're also having some fun, some good old humor. I'm a huge comedy fan. I'll be talking to some cool guests around the world and I'm just kind of shooting the shit and learning things as we go. So so yeah, this is the first episode, damn it. I, have, I don't know how many episodes on, primarily you can find me on Spotify, also other places I think besides. I think you can find me on Apple. I'm not sure. But I'm glad I'm finally doing this on uh, on YouTube. So it's going to be fun. So what, the way this uh, podcast usually works is I kind of just do my recent uh, lessons and journeys and shit that I experienced. So it's number one. And then I also uh, usually I'll discuss an article or something of the sort. Uh, maybe something that I recently learned that I want to talk about. So we'll do that, and then I'll end it on a philosophical question, as I love the answer. And obviously, it'll change depending on the podcast for the most part, but this is, uh, uh, from, I mean, from the most part, this will be the format. Interviews might be a little different, and interviews aren't even really interviews. But uh, yeah, so as you're probably looking, that's my phone, Lexi, my girlfriend. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's put that on vibrate, huh? So, so yeah, this room obviously probably doesn't look like it would be mine because it's not. And yes, that's a fucking avocado right over there. His name's Avi and Henry. Henry the Hedgehog's right by him. So, yeah, I'm in, uh, currently living in Sanibel Island. Uh, and I'm basically a nanny slash mentor for a kid. So, it's something that I've been, uh, really doing for quite some time now. Uh, yeah. Uh, so what do we got recently, huh? Oh yeah, and then this room, this room right here, this is, uh, the, the kid's, um, sister's room. So what do we got number one? Oh yeah, the World Equestrian Center. So about two or three weeks ago, uh, I went to the World Equestrian Center. Um, so this family that I live with, uh, which, by the way, are Heidelberg alumni, most beautiful people. Um, and they're really giving me a great opportunity, and I absolutely love them, and they're fun, um, rowdy, and just all over the place. They're very, very, very kind. So, yeah, um, they have connections with the World Equestrian Center in Ocala, Florida. So it's basically people do shit with horses, and they, like, jump over things, and they go there to do that. It's a pretty huge thing, and this place is beautiful. And they had an event, I think like two to three weeks ago that we went to. We got beautiful seats, got beautiful dining, some of the nicest stuff I've ever witnessed, to be honest. We had endless wine. Your boy got a little pilt. Um, but it was really cool. It was cool to watch the horses. I'm not too quite interested in all that, but I've never witnessed it, so it was quite, quite amazing. And uh, the hotel that's connected to it. 
uh, is phenomenal. So the chandeliers, the amount of beautiful stuff there, and the food. Damn. It was really, really cool. Um, nothing, no cool stories really with it besides that they had this freaking, here, let me get my phone out real fast. They had this dessert that, uh, so they have this guy that's from France that is the head chef or whatever you want to, head baker maybe of uh, WEC. And uh, let's just say that his desserts are fire after I had this thing. Would you look at this? I'm not sure how well you can see that. That's a fucking strawberry. I don't even know exactly what it was. There's some, it's kind of like a cake. And uh, there's some sort of sprinkles and this sort of liquid that's with it. And the flavor on it was mental. I was honestly kind of mind fucked from it. I was so confused, but in a good way. It, everything harmonized and it was absolutely beautiful. Um, the wine was great. We got some expensive wine after we got the intro wine. The endless intro wine. Uh, everyone looked lovely there. I looked fucking dapper to the max. Your boy got these um, these loafers and I wore khakis and a nice button up. Hair slicked back. Not exactly how it looks now. But hair slicked back. Try to get these little elf ears. The hair on the sides hidden. And it was really cool. And um, yeah. I got to stay in a beautiful home there, beautiful pool. It's overall one of the most amazing uh, events and situations I've ever been in. Ocala is really cool. So that's something that recently happened. Oh, yeah. My Lexi, my girlfriend, recently came and visited me in Sanibel. I think, what, last week and halfway through the week before that. And that was fun. We did so many things from... uh, We went snorkeling a lot to find... Uh, seashells she's really into seashells and um i think we went to this place called it might be called blind pass in sanibel could be wrong in the name but great access to shells those who don't know uh, sanibel is really known i think worldwide for their shells that come up on their beaches it's a really beautiful island it's very um well it's an island so it's like remote um yeah, the, the, the not many waves. It's like almost like bath water, but a little bit cooler. It depends by the time of year you go in. But uh, we found a lot of cool shells. She was really happy. She collected a lot of shells. And, um, and yeah, I'm trying to think if anything weird happened. Not really. It was just really cool to go snorkeling and looking underneath the water and stuff. Um, definitely cut up my foot a lot because of my psoriasis feet. Um I'm definitely one that struggles with psoriasis. But all's good. Lexi loves to um, treat me as her patient. She's becoming a nurse. So I get to be her little dummy. And of course, with me and all my issues, I'm basically a perfect patient for her from asthma to psoriasis, ADHD, and maybe a little bit of bipolar. We could get into that shortly. Uh, But yeah, let's just say we had... Oh, I've always had a little bit of some impulse issues and maybe some mania and depression that are on and off. And this trip, I definitely had a lot of both. It definitely flip-flopped. And I'm just going through a quite a bit of stress, even though it's a beautiful place. I'm in a beautiful opportunity. I've definitely had a weird mental ups and downs. Currently, I'm like on an up. But I've had my very impulsive and depressive phases, and it's been 
kind of sad. It was kind of sad uh, while Lexi was here. Because I had to go through those episodes and I wasn't really working out as much. And not really in my habits. Because it's, it's weird because, you know, I'm still working. But she's basically on vacation with me. So it's like hard to maintain any sort of my own schedule. And still try to provide her a fun, good time. So it's like uh, I was trying to play the opportunity cost of trying not to lose myself and my own things that I enjoy, which I do enjoy everything that we do together, her and I. But um, I'm very habitual. I need to have a system. And usually whenever we do these little vacays, I don't have any system, so I kind of just fall off the deep end. And I got very impulsive and sad and irritable while she was here. But I, don't, I didn't ruin it. We definitely had a lot of fun. Um, we went to this beautiful restaurant. What was the name of it? It's in a resort. And we looked absolutely fire. I'm trying to think. Well, I don't see it on my Instagram exactly where. I thought I, I thought I did know where exactly it was at. But it was great food. I got the, the pistachio salmon. That was delicious. Got some wine. She got the chicken alfredo. And we were, you know, that was a decent, decent dinner. We, I kind of ruined it. I mean, I started to ask questions. Uh, Lexi's someone who might not ask questions right out of the gate first to you. So you kind of have to open it up. So and, uh, I asked some questions. I wasn't too fond of the responses exactly. And I think it's just because I was being impatient. So I basically just shut down the whole entire dinner. And afterwards, I didn't really treat it that well. I just wasn't really respecting her feelings. And we're just being a dick asshole. But yeah, we went pop-up golfing. Speaking of being a dick and asshole. I never do this. And this is the first time I've ever done this. Is be very rude to someone in public. That you just pissed me off. So um, we were at this golf course. I was already very irritated. Just due to stuff with uh, work and stuff. And we went to pop-up. First off, pop-up cost like fucking $50. It's whatever Tiger Woods owns. I forget the name of it. Um, but Tiger Woods part owns it, I guess. And yeah, so I get a high noon. You get drink at this putt-putt golf place. Kind of cool, right? But honestly, never going to go back again. Nor to any place that has putt-putt and drinking in the same location. So yeah, it costs 50 bucks each. Um, the high noon was like fucking 10. So like 20 bucks a person for... For... Uh, for putt-putt, so we get going, you know, there's a lot of people, right? It's pretty late. We're in Fort Myers, and um, so we get to this whole, I'm throwing pretty, basically a hissy fit this whole time. People are fucking taking forever. I have no patience. Throwing my club around a little bit, just hitting the ball, just not giving a fuck. Basically ruining Lexi's time as well. And, and this guy, um, I don't know, just to get, I guess the way he looks, he's, I would assume he's Mexican, um, seems like a nice dude, but, so I threw my ball around once, and I got my ball up, and then um, we were at this, we were at this hole, right, and um, so he rolled, there was a people in front of us, it was like five, six people, by the way, they've been fucking getting in our way this whole time, drunk, whatever, this guy rolled the ball at us, and I thought he was just getting in the way at first. And in reality, he was just giving me a ball. So my first impulsive reaction was I'm going to fucking smack this ball 
because I'm very irritated, very impulsive right now, and just not having it. So yeah, he rolls the ball, and I say, four, launched it. I think it hit the fence and came back, and the guy wasn't too happy, and I was just sitting there just like, what the fuck? Like, he's the problem. In reality, I think it's me. He was just probably trying to help. Right? He's just trying to help, thinking that maybe I lost my ball because I was throwing it around. Not sure why he thought that, but I guess it was a kind gesture, maybe at the wrong time. It wasn't really needed, but that doesn't mean that I should treat another person that way just because I'm upset about something else. So it was very wild, and uh, they definitely started screwing along a little faster after that, but Lexi was not happy. She felt embarrassed because I was throwing a hissy fit and just being an asshole, which I never really do. Maybe by myself I will, not in front of others, but I did do that. But we had a lot of good time. We went to, I think, two different putt-putt golf places, or three. Um, she beat, yeah, because we didn't even count that night. Um, but we went to another putt-putt golf course. We thought about doing, you know, uh, the the president, or the president, the guy who I think part owns or used to, whatever, um, Barstool Sports. So that guy does those pizza reviews. So I thought about what if we did putt-putt golf course reviews? It would be sweet. Because we both enjoy putt-putt quite a bit, even though we both kind of suck. But we went to this one putt-putt golf course. It was like a castle. I think it's called the castle. I think it's one of the most highly rated putt-putt golf courses in Fort Myers. So it was, it was sweet. It was literally a castle and a bunch of moats all around it. And she definitely got off on the right foot. I was sucking. And now I beat her the game before, I think, like, 43 to 41, or 41 to 43. Me taking a dub. So, uh, so yeah, she was getting off on the right foot. We were going around, you know, 18 holes. A lot of fun, a lot of cool stuff. Uh, a lot of cool pirate stuff around as well, as well as night stuff. And then we get to this one hole. And then out of nowhere, I see something just moving. It's like black and green. I can't really see it. Lexi's kind of moving in front of me towards it. So fucking alligator, dude. This Florida shit has me weak. I know where this alligator that's pretty big just starts. I guess it sounds like a monkey. I don't think alligators really make noise. But, you know, walking, walked across a fucking course. No one's over there, thank God. And then just goes right into the main pond water. Where there's catfish and other stuff, and kids are walking around like there's the, by the edges. They're very close to the water, so like if an alligator was literally stalking, they get a pocket and go ham. And I started yelling at Lex, like, "Come here, come here!" Just not yelling, but more so raising my voice. Hey, come here, come here! And then she quickly saw it too, and she started freaking out. And it was wild. It was wild that this fucking guy, I don't even know where he came from. The whole place is fenced off from, like, the woods, so he must have somehow gone underneath this fence. And then, yeah, he walked right by us, and we were both shook, and we're never the same after that. We couldn't. We were just amazed at what the fuck we just watched. And at the end, we told the person, I believe is the owner as well, just the worker there, hey, there's an alligator that just went right in your pond. He's like, oh, yep. Basically, yeah, it's a Florida thing. It's what I keep hearing. It's a Florida thing. That doesn't make it okay. 
That's weird, dude. And so dangerous, right? I mean, there's little kids walking around that place. Like, who knows? So I'm just stalking it. Take a kid in. Barrel it down in the water. Gonzo. But I just thought it was so funny. <laughs> that he was just a Florida thing. And he was just wondering, of course, where we're from. Because, you know, don't quite understand the Florida ways as much as I love Florida. But there's certain things about it that are just wild. Literally. So, yeah. So we left that. And, yeah, we uh, we did another public golf course the day before. Oh, fuck. Dave & Buster's. Her and I went ham at Dave & Buster's. Uh, I've never really gone to Dave & Buster's, I think, before. Like, ever. Maybe once, whenever I played travel ball baseball, we went once. Sally couldn't drink then. But her and I went like three or four fucking times. But the second time we went, actually it was three times. Second time we went, we knew what games we wanted to play, which were more skill games to earn more points. Because I I always, I can suck at games sometimes. It takes me a while to get good at things. Like once I get good at things, it just, yeah, I'm prime. But it takes me a while to get there. So we know what skill games to play, which is one, there's this clown game that you throw balls at, which her and I both play together at the same time, even though it's a one-player game. But you just knock the clowns down. Uh, and then there's this baseball game that I only did that you have to throw it and get a 32, which is the middle one, three times in a row. And usually you get fucking student on ticks, like 15 to 1,600, depending on what people in the past have done. So we basically did those, and we went ham. And uh, we got, I mean, as you can see, those, uh, you got avocado or an avocado and then he the hedgehogs right behind it. Hedgy, or not hedgy, that's Lexi's. We got another hedgehog because that's how many points we got. So we got an avocado, a hedgehog, and I got her a big ass sloth, which is really cool. But it was a lot of fun, a lot of stress, some fun drinking, a lot of money. Oh my God. Not the second time, but the first time we didn't know what we were doing and we are just going around. Spent like fucking at least $100 on these, yeah. And these toys cost like nothing. The markup on this is insane. But uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, still can never get the claw machines really, really good. But uh, the, the second night we went, when, in which when we earned everything, is when I was like half off tickets, which is crazy. It's a wild concept, Dave and Buster's. It's like a, it's an adult Chuck E. Cheese with good food. I gotta say though, Chuck E. Cheese pizza, a hot take. I think it's good. I know there's conspiracies that they just put their pizza together, um, or something like that. I remember there's some conspiracy about their fucking pizza. I actually liked it as a kid, but then again, I might have the taste buds of a freaking. I don't even know. Not the best taste buds, but. Uh, but yeah, Dave and Buster's, my food was good. We got food one night. It's definitely overpriced. I actually got a steak salad. I'm not a big salad guy. Huge into meat. But, uh, but yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, me being bipolar. So yeah, I'm not actually diagnosed to being bipolar. But there's definitely signs there that ADHD doesn't help. And I'm already naturally kind of all over the place and impulsive. I've definitely gotten better over time. And I'm currently on like a lot of um, medic, not Medicaid, but like vitamins and stuff, nortrop nortropics that really help. But usually my, my very impulsive and depressive and manic behavior really comes from 
high stress, no sleep, and I don't work out. Especially the working out. If I don't work out, your boy changes. Your boy changes just set by the seconds. And it's so hard for me to get out of certain moods. So if I get irritated, I just won't get out of them. Can't really bring me out. And I, I want to get out of it, but I just, for some reason, I, like, I feel it on my front, like, my forehead very well. Usually when I get very irritated, it kind of goes, there's, like, this piercing feeling that just stays there. It's almost like a blankness pierce. I don't really know how to describe it exactly, but it just hits my frontal lobe. And I just can't, yeah, and I just fucking, ugh, just get irritated. I'm not, I don't really, I don't, I'm not, I don't get aggressive with people. Like I never lay, lay my hands on my girlfriend at all, but I've always been one to hit walls back in the day as a kid. And um, just very impulsive, stupid stuff like that. So I'm thinking about whenever I'm done with this job here in Sanibel, and once I have another job, which I'm going to talk about that shortly, what I'm going to get into. Next step on the journey of Tyler's learning and jobs uh, which is one of the jobs I've had. Holy shit, we should do an episode on that. But, um, but yeah, I, I will go. I need to go to some therapist or something of the sort. I know ways that I can handle, like especially working out and doing Muay Thai that I haven't done in probably like five to six months. Probably like five months. Because after I moved from Maryland to Florida, I just haven't been able to afford more time nor actually have a good place around me to do it with. So, so yeah, I, I just I know ways to combat it, and usually I'm very cognizant of it happening. It's not like I don't know what's happening. Sometimes it's very hard to get out of it, especially when I'm not doing the best of habits, like not eating well, not sleeping well, maybe smoking too many cigars. I do like the occasional cigar, but. But yeah, I'll see someone. I know I don't really want to take pharmaceuticals because I know they don't really exactly solve the problem. Even though I don't, I, I guess I don't believe, nor do people around me believe that I have a high, like uh, bipolar. Like I don't have an extreme. <clears throat> Ex- excuse me, like an extreme. Uh, I guess yeah, extreme bipolar. I really don't have. It's very moderate. Um, it doesn't happen all the time, but I'll go through my ups and downs and extreme confidence to low depression. And it's just how to stay consistent with it. It doesn't help when I'm moving place to place and being in stressful situations, but I'm definitely in a cool scenario in which I can really look back upon my actions and my feelings and figure out ways to solve it. So Lexi becoming a nurse and everything has uh, helped me create like a path of what to do um, to help alleviate this little bipolar I got so so we got that and then yeah in major news I'm going to end up going into cybersecurity. so what I decided is well, I spend my time here in Sanibel I have some decent free time every once in a while to uh to probably achieve some sort of certification so I plan on getting certified in security plus and cybersecurity and doing some other other uh, certs and then after I'm done here, which should be around the end of the school year, will be my end, unless if I further it, uh, to, to yeah, get in the cybersecurity, the cybersecurity job. Ideally, I want to get into a remote position. Um, 
and specifically the type of cybersecurity job, it's questionable. It's really whatever they allow me to get into because I only have a business degree uh, with a concentration of marketing and some IT background because I had an IT technician job in uh, Timonia, Maryland when I worked at a Catholic school, which was really fun. And the job that I don't really, I'm, I guess, interested in technology. I don't, I'm not fascinated by networking and all that stuff. It's very boring and busy. But I love what's most, like, what I love most about it is the logic behind technology and how it's a whole other language. And it's basically has enabled us to solve most problems in the world and helps us define what is around us even more than our brains can possibly ever do. And I'm fascinated with how they problem solve and how we actually created this types of stuff. Um, so, yeah, so, and then... I guess I want to get the cyber security for a few reasons. One, it's quite interesting. I mean, protecting what's most important against AI bots and all that stuff, which is going to be endless. Um, but also the money, cybersecurity is crazy with money. A lot of great salaries. And it's forever learning process. That's another one. Um, once you get in, it's just a forever learning process and it's quite verbatim with your growth. And uh, there's a lot of remote positions. That's another one because I'm planning on, yeah, I want more flexibility with my time and where I can be while I work. Um, and, yeah, I think it'll be a great way for me to build skills along with building this show as we go and figuring it out. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I would like to turn this into something pretty cool. I think I have a cool uh, stick for, for this types of stuff. They go do some cool interviews with people, and we'll have some fun. But, yeah, that's my recent um, article. I guess I don't have too much time left, but I can quickly get into a specific article that I read today from the stat. Gosh, I do have to pee, though, but we'll get through this. Okay, so the article reads as such. The title is, U.S. Life Expectancy Drops Sharply. The second consecutive decline. <laughs> so it says, so beginning paragraph, right? I'll read the beginning and second paragraph um, and just kind of go from there. Uh, so it says uh, in quotations, well, in my quotations, Americans born in 2021 can expect to live for just 76.1 years. Hyphen. The lowest life expectancy has been since 1996. According to a new government analysis published Wednesday, this is the biggest two-year decline, 2.7 years in total, in almost 100 years. Next paragraph, the COVID-19 uh, pandemic is a primary cause of the decline, which, funny enough, in this article, it doesn't really say how much it's really affected it. But um, it says, however, increases in the number of people dying from overdoses and accidents is also a significant factor. So let me go down here exactly. Uh, by the way, life expectancy isn't a, isn't a prediction for a single individual. It's more like a check engine light, an indicator of health for society as a whole. Uh, let me see it's an interesting. I saw something quite interesting here. Okay. I guess I did say... Uh, how much COVID has affected it. So this year's life expectancy figure is 0.9 years lower than last year's. 
COVID-19 accounted for about half of the decline in a category encompassing accidents and unintentional injury injuries is responsible for another 16%. That category includes overdoses. In fact, about half of the unintentional injury deaths in this analysis were due to overdoses. So 16% of that. Wowza. So basically the pandemic and overdoses. And they talked about specific demographics, and I guess um, American Indian and Native Americans saw the largest uh, loss of life expectancy of all. And their life expectancy is quite low. I can't see it in here, but... But yeah, and the highest, the, the specific demographic that has the highest is Asian Americans, which is like, it's 93.5 years. So that's kind of wild. So I thought that was just something interesting I saw. That's in the stat, I believe, is the article. Yeah, it's from the stat. But I thought that was quite fascinating that I didn't know that we've dropped two, two years in a row with life expectancy. Damn. Damn, son. Okay, what's today's philosophical question? So then I can go take a leak and I got to go quickly do some work. Uh, does government need God? Damn, this is a good question. And I wish I had... Yeah, I can't pause this because I don't have an editing thing to edit this video. Oh, so I'm going to run with it and take the UTI. So, does government need God? I do believe so. I think the way they leverage God needs to be different than maybe the way it is. Um, I think it's great to use that as a moral decision, but not basically promote it as such as in... Uh, I don't know. Like, I guess if it's just more of a spiritual thing, it's more of like... Uh, like, obviously, there's forces around us that we don't really control, and there's true truths inside us um, that I believe come from something out there. And something that helps us interpret things, and um, and yeah, so I think I think it does because I think it provides some sort of moral stand standpoint um, or standard of kind of uh, like you know be nice to your neighbors, treat people well, types of thing. But definitely not pushing specific religions on each other. I think it has to be more broad, and um, I think it's quite important important because I do think religion is going away, which is kind of sad. Because I think it's just due to people misusing it, and then people are just giving up on it. Which is like the internet. There's a lot of bad things with the internet, but we don't give up on the internet because there's a lot of great things that come from it. But I think it's really easy for people just to give up religion uh, because of people who misuse it for power in the past. And um, maybe there's some weird stuff in it that, yeah. But I think as long as the government is providing us... Uh, what we need, which is to leave us the fuck alone, provide us good standards, and allow us to um, govern kind of ourselves to some extent, um, like small government, right? Um, and just be able to let us become creators and not control us, but we can't be reliant on the government, and we got to be more independent. And because uh, we can't be, uh, as much as we don't want to admit. But I think uh, having God and government is very important for, like I said, a moral standard. And um, it just provides more meaning, I think, in general. Helps provide somewhat of a standard uh, for uh, what people should seek out in their spiritual 
ways of just being nice to people. Um, but yeah, it's kind of my short answer, kind of all rambly. Don't know how I exactly feel about it, but those are my quick thoughts on it. But yeah, everyone, that is the first podcast Taiwan on show episode. And of course, another podcast. So I will see you guys again soon, probably this week. And uh, yeah, I'm going to go get rid of this. <laughs> so peace, everyone. And keep Taiwan on. Later.